Hello everyone and welcome to Embodying Your Higher Self Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka and today I am doing the show, uh, me, my, myself and I, <laughs> and I really wanted to talk about the shadow aspects because um, I think a lot of you who are listening out there know about the shadow aspects, but perhaps some of you don't know, uh, maybe in depth, or you, you've never really uh, learned about this subject. But I think it's, it's a really important one to address because it is that part of us, those unwanted parts of us that we tend to push away or deny um, and the more that we push away our shadow aspects, the more that they come out to kind of rear their ugly heads. So, um, I have a great example. I have a friend and I think she won't mind sharing. I'll keep her anonymous, but she calls her shadow aspect um, by a name, and I'm going to change the name to protect her identity. Um, she calls this shadow aspect uh, Clementina. And uh, Clementina represents the part of my friend that wants to dominate men, control them, bring them down to their knees. And she's very aware <clears throat> that this shadow uh, aspect is quite destructive. And um, she has been working on finding ways to integrate Clementina more in healthier ways. But she's becoming more and more aware of how this has to change because whenever we have experienced maybe some trauma or <clears throat> some kind of an abuse or um, a repeated pattern which has affirmed uh, something negative about ourselves. This, these are ways in which uh, shadow aspects can be formed as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in the case of my friend, that's what happens. So, so shadow aspects can be things like perfectionism, needing to have everything be perfect in our lives and judging other people for their imperfections. So whenever we judge somebody else <clears throat> about something we don't like in them and it really triggers us, this is a signal that this is a shadow aspect in ourselves. So yes, it's true. What we don't like in others are aspects of ourselves that we haven't fully accepted um, and we are in judgment of. So in my case, um, I can give you another example of as a fearful avoidant, this is my attachment style and in the, in the upcoming podcast, I'm going to talk about different attachment styles. As a fearful avoidant, my tendencies, my uh, behavioral patterns are to just flight, to just run away when people really deeply hurt me. 
<clears throat> to run away and sorry, I'm having a little bit of asthma to run away and sometimes completely block them out of my life. And, um, what this creates for me and what I'm realizing is this is a part of my, of my shadow that I'm avoiding something in those people that are cause that's causing me pain. For example, I'm running away from people that are judging me. <clears throat> so what do you, what, what do I do with that? Or what do you do with that? When you see that you're, you have a behavioral pattern, well, I'm running away from people that are judging me because there's something that I'm running away from inside of me that I'm judging in me. Yeah, it does get pretty deep, huh? It's not easy work to do. I will tell you, it's very, very challenging to do this shadow work and really be brutally honest with yourself about the things that you are in denial of. And the more that we are in reaction to what other people say and do, the more that this is showing us the work that we need to do on ourselves. So, yeah, I know, I know it gets, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that, right? It's, it's really a, a tough, a tough pill to swallow. I find it interesting that I'm getting all, uh, choked up as I'm talking about this topic. Uh, obviously, it's an important topic to talk about. I'm just going to take a moment and clear away any interference, any spiritual or energetic interference that is uh, in any way trying to prevent me from sharing and disseminating this really important information. So I'm just going to clear that away now, dissolving, dissipating any uh, negative interference that is trying to hinder me from sharing this information because I'm aware that when I get onto a very important topic, something can sometimes come into my field that really wants to stop me from sharing it. And that is, uh, in a way, it's awesome because that signals to me, wow, this must be pretty important for that energetic interference to be coming in and trying to stop me. So <clears throat> I'm just clearing that a little bit more, calling in my guides to come in uh, a bit closer, even closer and surround me and all of us with your love and light for our absolute and complete protection. You can do this as well when you feel <clears throat> some kind of energetic interference uh, or something just doesn't feel right within you, just call upon your own guides, helping spirits, whatever you wish to address them as. Um, call upon God if you believe in God or creator and ask that, <clears throat> that you are protected. So let's clear that a little bit more. Clear the energetic, there we go. Clear the energetic inter interference even more. There we go. Okay, I can finally breathe. <laughs> oh my God. So um, let me give you some other <clears throat> examples of, of shadow aspects or shadow values even. Um, so there are some real um, clear shadow values that many of us have one or more. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, some of those are control, 
attention, superiority, um, really needing a sense of belonging um, and uh, perfectionism, which I've already uh, managed to share. Um, and these are some values that we may not realize that are playing out in our lives in negative ways. So for example, I know that one of my shadow values is control. <clears throat> and I know that if I don't honor my shadow value to have more control in my life, then the control will come out in unhealthy ways. So how do we switch it up? How do we um, nurture or feed the shadow value and honor the gift that it brings to us, the gifts that it brings to us? Well, one of the things that I do is I teach, I'm a spiritual mentor, <clears throat> and I'm also an intuitive coach. So by doing those things and facilitating ceremonies as well, I am fulfilling that shadow value of control in a very beautiful and healthy way. So the shadow values are not a curse. They can absolutely be a gift. I just want to stress that. They're not bad. It's not about black and white, right and wrong, good or bad. <clears throat> it's about those aspects of ourselves that we have deemed as wrong or bad. We've pushed We've denied them, we've ignored them. And that is what changes or transmutes them into something that isn't healthy or good for us. It's the denial of self, a part of ourself. You know, I lived 19 years in Bali. And in those 19 years, it was pretty amazing. I learned so much. And what the Balinese Hindus do is they honor the dark and the light. And if you go to Bali or if you've ever been there, you'll see around the shrines, they wrap um, a black and white checkered cloth around the shrine to represent and to honor the dark and the light. And when they put down their um, the chanang, which are the offerings, <clears throat> they put some on the ground to honor the spirits below. And then they put some chanang on high, up high on the shrines and the temples to honor the spirit. Each have their importance in the Hindus' spiritual practices. Each are honored equally. And I really love that about um, the, the Balinese Hindus and the balance that they bring into their lives by honoring the shadow, by honoring the light. So, <clears throat> so this is something that, you know, I hope that all of you can bring into your lives. How can I honor my shadow? How can I give my shadow voice in, in ways that will be a contribution to my life and a contribution to other people's lives. Take a look at what are the things that you judge most in other people and you will find what you judge most in you. Yeah, I know. I know that's 
That's a challenge, isn't it? But more and more I see the truth in that. And the more that we let go of judgments of ourselves and the more that we let go of judgments of others because it's reciprocal, They're all, everything is connected, right? The more that we have freedom to reach our purest potential. And ultimately, I think that's what everybody wants. We all want to have joy. We all want to experience a happy and fulfilling life. But in order for us to have that, we have to be willing to do the, to do the work, to work on those aspects of ourselves that are not in balance that we are not giving voice to our shadow aspects. I would love for anybody to come on live and comment or share with me what you know about your shadow aspects. If you have any questions, come on, don't be afraid. Uh, this is an open forum for everybody to share and to ask questions. <clears throat> So some people maybe have no idea what their shadow aspects are. Maybe it's possible. They really don't. And they can't even see that looking at other people and judging other people is a way to show them their shadow aspects. They can't even, they don't have that awareness yet. So how can we expand our awareness and open up to greater consciousness? Well, there are many ways, obviously, many ways, um, many paths that lead to the path of, of consciousness. <clears throat> um, as someone who holds space and uh, for people to experience sacred ceremony uh, with uh, psilocybin, I have found that this is an incredible uh, tool, incredible medicine to expand uh, my own consciousness and the consciousness of those who participate in ceremonies with me. So this medicine, uh, maybe you have judgments about doing plant medicine, I don't know. And uh, you know, I respect that everybody has their own points of views, but I will say, uh, please look into it further because there is a ton of uh, scientific research showing how psilocybin creates new neural pathways uh, through macrodosing, which is, you know, basically two grams or greater. And the microdosing component, which is um, 100.1 or 0.2 of a gram per day, that is what supports those um, new neural pathways to become um, solidified, which is neuroplasticity. So um, I can only speak from my own experience as I've done both macrodosing and microdosing and tell you that um, this work has profoundly shifted my consciousness. I have done uh, a great deal of shadow work uh, with the help of psilocybin and I've done a lot of forgiveness work for myself and other people. And the psilocybin has been a beautiful contribution to my life and shown me ways in which I have been really rigid in my thinking or stuck. And that rigidity has 
blocked me on so many levels. And for those of you who are seeking abundance, I will tell you with 100% assurity <clears throat> that if you do this personal work, as I've been doing over the past year very intensively, you will unblock so much in your life. Now I can say abundance is flowing into my life on a daily basis in all aspects, in terms of meeting beautiful people, in terms of money, in terms of gifts. It just, <clears throat> it has become this uh, limitless flow of energy into my life. I'm, I'm truly awed and humbled and in such gratitude for what is showing up in my life. And I know, I know without a doubt, it's because of this work I've been doing with the shadow, with my own judgments, with forgiveness, um, and with being a contribution to the world, you know, really being of service, helping people. Uh, this is something that I'm committed to. And, um, and it is my mission to touch the lives of 1 million people or more. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just so excited to, to share with you, um, this information because you can absolutely change the trajectory of your life, but there is a, but you have to do the work you do. You have to do the work. Like I know it to be true because I know that's why things have changed for me. So it's a commitment, but it's a commitment that will change your life forever. And I invite you as we move into 2023 to make you a top priority to decide that no matter what, you're going to nurture and care for you because you deserve that. We all deserve that. And uh, this is how we find joy in our lives because the more we heal and transform ourselves, we become the invitation for everyone else in our lives to heal and transform. The more we heal and transform ourselves, we become the invitation for everyone else in our lives to heal and transform. So it's, it's time to stop looking outside of yourself. Look within, look within. You have all the answers you require and desire within you to heal and transform your life. And whether you believe in medicine work as a, as a pathway to helping you with that or other options that for people that are not uh, interested in doing medicine work would be breath work. That is an amazing tool, incredible tool for transformation. I've also done quite a lot of breath work and I highly, highly recommend breath work as a way to connect deeper with your consciousness, heal and transform traumas, blocked energies, even physical ailments I've healed with breath work. Another method is doing, of course, meditation, but I particularly, um, 
like because I teach shamanism, I do, I lead people on shamanic journeys to the lower world to meet their power animal spirits who will help support them in their lives, to go to the upper world to meet their upper world helping spirits. Um, this is incredible work to really expand your consciousness and also to uh, grow your psychic abilities and gifts. Um, another avenue, um, I am not doing this as much as I used to, but it is a great foundation for people that are beginners is to study uh, some kind of energy healing system like Reiki or pranic healing. Because when we get um, attuned to those energies from the universe, we automatically up-level our own vibration. And when we do that, everything starts to change in our lives. So these are some suggestions for you to check out. Um, and I do know personally they all work because I've used all of them. So again, I invite you, come on live if you have any questions. I'd love to hear from you. Don't be shy. Click on the phone button. I don't know if you can find that on your phone or laptop, but I'd love to hear from you. Okay. So in a minute, I'm going to take us on a short meditation journey to the lower world. There you will find your power animal. The intention is to meet the power animal that will support you in doing your shadow work to support you in facing all those unwanted parts of you that you've pushed away, all those pieces of you that you've judged as wrong. Ask for your power animal to take you wherever you need to go or to give you any information you need to have that will help you with doing your shadow work. You may already have a power animal and you can ask that animal to accompany you down to the lower world. This is not a bad place. It's just what they call it in shamanism and the cosmology. There is an upper world, there is a middle world, there is a lower world. And the upper worlds and lower worlds are transcendent realms. They are a place where our helping spirits reside. And it just so happens that our animal spirits reside in the lower world along with fairies and pixies and wood nymphs and other um, mystical creatures reside in the lower world. So once again, I'm going to repeat, your intention is to go down to the lower world and meet one of your power animals, or it may be the one that accompanies you there, and ask your power animal to give you the wisdom that you need to do your shadow work so that you can heal and transform your life. You may also experience some kind of activation or healing while you're in the lower world. Be open to receiving 
this healing if that is what you are meant to receive. Be open to this experience. Know that you are fully protected. Call in your guides or God to protect you on this journey as I am doing so for all of you now so that everyone knows they are fully protected as they take this journey to the lower world to meet their power animals. And so I don't have my drum with me because I'm moving, but I will just guide you with my voice. Close your eyes. Take some deep breaths in through the nose. Holding for a few seconds and exhaling out your mouth. Take another deep breath in. Exhale slowly. Allow your body to relax, moving deeper and deeper into relaxation. And one more time, deep breath in. And exhale. I'd like you to imagine yourself in a beautiful place in nature. It can be a place that you've been to before, or you can make it up in your mind. Take in your environment, activating all your senses, your sense of touch and smell, sight, hearing, even taste, activating all of your senses, your psychic abilities. And in this space, I want you to look around for an entry point that will take you down, straight down to the lower world where you're going to meet your power animal that will assist you with doing your shadow work. An entry point could be a giant hole in the base of a huge tree or a cave or perhaps a big hole in the ground like Alice in Wonderland taking you through a tunnel straight down or jumping into the ocean and swimming all the way down to the floor of the ocean. Whatever you imagine is totally okay. You will end up coming out through a cloud or a thin membrane like a skin as you walk through from this ordinary reality into non-ordinary reality, into the lower world. Once you get there, call out, I am seeking my power animal to help me with my shadow work. Please take your journey now, going straight down, all the way down. until you reach the lower world.
I am still here supporting you energetically. I will just be silent for a few more minutes. There may be more than one power animal that wants to come back to you, and that's totally okay. If you don't see your power animal and you only sense it, that's okay as well. Engage your other senses, smell, touch, hearing, knowing. It's time to return from your journey, bringing with you the energy of your power animal or animals. Slowly coming back, holding that energy, coming back up, 
coming out of your entry point and into your sanctuary. Taking that energy and putting it onto your solar plexus, putting your hands there, feeling the energy fully integrating into you as you welcome your new spirit animals to support you in your life, to support you in doing your shadow work. Thanking your spirit animals for all of their love and support. And knowing that at any time you can return to this journey and visit your power animals again and for different purposes. You can ask for healing or ask for guidance in your life. People often ask me, what is the meaning of my power animal? And I know there are many guides on the internet. There's many websites that have explanations, but I feel the best explanation is what is, does it mean to you? As we already have a knowing of what that power animal means to us. And that is the correct meaning. So I invite anyone one more time to share. You can write in the comments box about your experience. It's always helpful when we share. It helps other people or to come on the call. I would love to hear about your experience on this journey. And if you are listening to the recording, please do share in the comments about your experience. So thank you everyone for joining me today for this podcast. You can find out more about my services and my upcoming programs at spiritweaverjourneys.com. And I'm also hosting a two uh, like four amazing uh, transformational healing retreats on Bali. You can find out more about those retreats in 2023 at omkarahealingretreats.com. That's O-M-K-A-R-A healingretreats.com. And please continue to like and follow and support this podcast. I thank you so much for your support and sending you all so much love. I hope that all of you received whatever healing and guidance that you wish to receive today. Many blessings and till next time, have an amazing day or night wherever you are.